0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game-changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory-installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com.
1: For most people, hunting is something that they enjoy for a few weeks out of the year. But for others, it is a year-round pursuit. On this episode, we're going to talk about cultivating the joy of the year-round hunt. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're talking about the joy of the year-round hunt. I was talking to to one of my co-workers a few weeks back, and he had mentioned um, some things about hunting, so of course I got into it. He's not a hunter, but he was asking, you know, what do I do in the off-season, and you know, I was telling him a little bit about going out and setting up trail cameras and checking them every couple weeks and all that. So he said, wow, really? You're, you're not just hunting deer during the hunting season. You know, you're hunting them throughout the year. You're hunting them with a, uh, with a camera. You're, you're hunting their picture. You're trying to figure out where they are and what they're doing. And it got me thinking about that. And I was like, you know what? There's an episode here. Uh, there, there's something to this. And he was like, yeah, you should do an episode about that. So here we are, um, got me thinking about it and, and got me looking at it. And really, you know, when it comes to hunting, most people, they hunt a few weeks out of the year. For the vast majority of all hunters, they're hunting usually for you know, two weeks in rifle season. And they're maybe getting ready for it a week or two in advance, getting their stuff together, buying whatever they need. And you know, it's a couple weeks of the year. And then it comes, and then it's gone, and then they're done, and then it's over, and they enjoyed it, and that was good, but that's it. And then I was thinking about it, and you know what? That's, that's fine, but hunting is so much more than that. It can be so much more than that. It is a year-round thing, or at least can be. Now, that doesn't mean you need to be hunting year-round, but there's a joy in the pursuit, so let me give you some, some examples. This is just for deer season, right? So deer season ends, you know, different times depending on where you are. For, for me, rifle season ends December 15th or so. Right around that, that time of the year. It varies a little every year. But middle of December, rifle season's over. Well, as soon as rifle season's over, archery season opens back up. So... You know, it's not really over. It's it's only over if you're hunting with a rifle. And to be honest with you, uh, I would rather hunt with a rifle, but I can hunt so much more and in more places and more of the year with a with a bow, and that just opens things up. But let's just say you're not a bow hunter, you're just a rifle hunter. So the season ends in December. Then what happens? Most people hang it up, call it quits, it's done. No, not me. I'm looking at... I'm setting up trail cameras. I'm I'm checking trail cameras. I'm, I'm still going out every couple weeks, pulling my cards out of trail cameras. Why? Because I want to see what bucks made it through the hunting season. I want to see what deer are still around. I want to see what their patterns are. If hunting season ends December 15th, I want to see what's going on December 16th, because this is the way it's going to be next hunting season. So I can learn for next year based on... What do the deer do right after hunting season? I can watch their movement patterns and their habits. I can see what bucks are still around, who survived, who might grow up, you know, who's gonna who might be bigger next year. I can get a sense for where are deer coming and going, what time of day are they active, because this is hunting season next year, right? The day after, they don't know. You know, they don't know that it's just you know it's the next day or the next week, it's that same period of the year. So what they're doing right now is gonna gonna be real similar to what they're gonna do next year, still during the hunting season. So I'm learning. You know, we get through Christmas and and after that, so then I'm out, I'm looking, thinking about, okay, where might I wanna set up a tree stand next year? I'm checking my trail cameras, getting a sense for the movement patterns for this time of the year. I'm doing some scouting, thinking about, okay, what might be a good place to set up next year? The best time to set up a tree stand is not in June or July. It's right now. It's January, or at least the best time to pick a spot is now, for if you're going to be hunting in the fall. Because you know when the woods are full of foliage, you don't really know what the cover's like, what your shooting lanes are going to be. So I'm out in the woods in January and February because this is the way the the woods look in, in December and the end of November. You, whatever covers there now is the same cover that's going to be there next year during hunting season. You know, looking around in the summertime or right before the hunting season is not a great time because there's cover there, there's greenage there that dies with the first frost or the first couple frosts. So now's a great time to be out. You're looking around, trying to figure things out. Think you might not actually set the stand up, but you might mark the tree. You might mark the direction. You might get a sense of. You know, where's there still cover? Where's there still habitat? Where are deer this time of year? So I'm looking, I'm learning, I'm thinking. You start getting into the springtime. I'm out there looking for antler sheds. I'm out there looking for sign and still checking those trail cameras all the time to see, okay, what bucks survived the winter? Not just the hunting season, but the winter. Who's this, their core range? Who's left, who's gone somewhere else? Who's sticking around, who's bedding nearby? which means now I could go and scout for buck bedding areas and see if I can understand a little bit more about where they sleep, where they eat, where they hang out. And this is all gonna inform my choices and what I do in the next hunting season. Then I'm not gonna talk about turkey season cause I'm just giving you an illustration here. But then we start getting into the late spring and the summertime. Now I'm looking at habitat improvements. Do I wanna plant anything? Do I wanna clear anything? I might take a you know go down to the trails that I keep clear and and go over those with the weed whacker in June or July, and make sure that nothing's growing up and, and make sure that those those areas are clear. I might put down some more clover seed on, you know, plots that I've got in case there's any bare spots. Actually probably do that more in March and, and April as well, but you can still plant now. And then through the summer, you know, the the antler growing season starts, right? Right around June or so, you start getting trail cam photos of antlers coming in, and now you're understanding the summer habitat. I'm out there working in the woods, maybe setting up mock scrapes, maybe putting in a water hole, maybe, uh, you know, trying to see what the deer are doing this year. I, I can tell you this past year, I, we have way different deer habitat than we did the year before. In fact, I just, you know, in in the fall, I I remember pulling trail camera uh, photos the week before archery season in 2019 and then the week before archery season this year. So two weeks of photos in 2019 was like 10. It's like 10 or 15 photos. And I think I had zero bucks in that, that two week period leading up to archery season. This year, In one camera, I got 150 photos. In the next camera, a couple hundred yards down, I got another 140 photos. So way different habitat, way different things going on. People are thinking, well, what'd you do differently this year? Well, I cleared a little bit of trail, a little bit more trail. I put in some clover. Uh, I mean, like, not a lot, like a 10th of an acre. And just mindful. Just doing some little things set up a couple other stands but that's basically it and and i'm i can't not i cannot tell you and could not tell you for one minute that the you know the the two thousand percent increase in deer in the area and deer photos on my trail cams is because i cleared a little bit of trail and i put in some clover you know i i'm sure some of it is attributable to that but some of it's just habitat shifts. Some of it's, you know, things that people did on other properties. pushed deer and they changed patterns and you had deer grow up and some stayed in the area. And, you know, not every year is exactly the same. You want to do things if you can do things to, to impact and influence that a little bit. But every year is not the same. Things change. Things develop over time. Deer movement patterns vary some from year to year. So you want to get a sense you know, then we start coming in towards late summer. I'm making sure, okay, July or August, every tree stand is anything that needs to be set up is set up, and then we get into the preps, prep season for archery and all that. So that's just for deer, right? That is a whole year of stuff, and there's so much more to it, right? Come Christmas time, Black Friday, the week after Christmas, I'm looking for deals on gear. <laughs> I'm looking for things that I might buy. I'm looking for things that I'm interested in. You know, things that are going to go on sale, things that are going to go on clearance, things that are going to be 40, 50, 60, 70% off. Planning for the year to come, because now's the time to buy. And doing all those kind of things, and then... You know, I'm thinking about different things in the springtime. I'm talking about it. And all the time I'm thinking about it. all the time I'm talking about it, all the time I'm in the woods, I'm scouting, I'm looking for sheds, I'm cutting trail, I'm weed whacking, I'm planting clover. The whole time, it's all part of the hunt. It's all part of the hunt. It's all, it's, it's a joy is what it is. It's a joy to, to do all these things. Now, you can put too much into it. You can put too much time into it. You can give it too much mental real estate. You can put too much money into it. In fact, I think at times i've I maybe have gone a little bit too far in in that regard and might need to dial it back some in future seasons. but you know you can go too far. you can make it too big of a priority you can you can put too much into it, but at the same time, it's something that can be enjoyed year round. It's something that you can enjoy in all seasons. I mean, spring, summer, fall, every part of the year, winter, there's something you can enjoy when it comes to hunting. And I'm just talking about deer. You start layering other things over top of that. You got spring turkey. You've got fall turkey. You might have pheasant season. You might have duck season and goose season. You might hunt doves. You might hunt crows. You might hunt predators and foxes and coyotes and you might go bear hunting you got all these other things and most people aren't going to do all of them right most people don't live in a place that you can do all of them i can't do all of them even even if i had all of them and i had the habitat and i had everything around i just don't have the bandwidth to be out that much and to be mindful of that many seasons but I try every year to hunt something new to try something new to get out there and do something new, and to diversify my hunting portfolio as it were. But even if you only hunt one or two things it there you can enjoy hunting year round
0: after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch so when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just $15 a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details
2: to get 50% off.
1: It's something, you know, I'm out in the spring scouting for turkeys or I'm hunting turkeys in May. Well, while I'm hunting, I'm also scouting for deer, right? They go hand in hand. I might be out, I was out, you know, earlier, late summer, early fall, scouting, looking for, no, we were hunting goose. Well, while we're hunting goose, I'm also scouting for deer. I'm also scouting for turkey. I'm also scouting for you know places that that would be good to set up for duck season, because for whatever reason our goose season comes the month before duck season, and it's you know I'm sure there's a reason I just never looked into it, but I'm out hunting geese and I'm looking for places to set up for ducks. I'm looking for you know what deer are in the area and what's the habitat look like, and I'm in new places and you know I'm doing one thing, but I got three or four other things in the back of my mind that I'm. I'm keeping in and pondering and looking at, but it's it's a year-round pursuit. It can be a year-round joy. I was talking to somebody just the other day how, you know what, whenever I think about hunting, I enjoy it. When I talk about it, I enjoy it. When I buy gear, I enjoy it. Of course, when I'm out in the woods, I enjoy it. But I, I just enjoy everything about it, the whole ecosystem, the, the whole pursuit. And it's really all part of the hunt. You know, you're out at the shop looking at camo, that's part of the hunt. That, that is part of, of the overall picture. That's part of what, you know, preparation and getting into it and thinking about it. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if I have fun going to the store, looking at you know new hunting boots or gloves or whatever it is then that that is more than just something that's necessary to hunt if i'm enjoying the preparation that's part of the hunt that's i want to enjoy everything i can about it you know some people it's a drudgery but to me i'm like you know let's go look at ammo let's see what we can find here let's Let's go over there and look at arrows. Let's see what kind of bows they've got here. Let's see what kind of camo. Let's look at some 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 rain suits. Let's let's look at some new blinds. See what they've got out there. See what's on the market this year. Might not be looking for anything, but you know, just fun to look at it. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to just be in the woods and walk in the woods, even if nothing's in season. Just looking around, you know, looking for hunting for antler sheds can be so much fun right cuz at the same time you're hunting for sheds you're scouting you're scouting for deer you're scouting for whatever else that you hunt you're it's just time well spent it's enjoyable you know and there's something to find right you find a shed it's like a treasure you it's something to find it's you know it's a great kind of thing and you know some people if you just they just enjoy hunting for 2 3 weeks a year that's good, but there's they could be enjoying a lot more. It's a hobby, it's a pursuit, it's an adventure that is just can be much bigger than that. And yeah, you could you could literally throw your whole life into it. You could devote every waking moment and hour to it. And I don't recommend you do that. You got to keep balance. You got to put first things first. But at the same time, if you have something in your life that you enjoy and you can take more joy out of it, even if you're not actually doing it more, well, isn't that a win-win? Isn't that something that's just, you know, some some people kind of feel ashamed about it, like, ah, prepare prepare for hunting season and think about hunting season all year and it's only two weeks, and I feel like, you know, what, what am I doing? Well, if you're enjoying preparing, if you're enjoying thinking about it, if you're enjoying talking about it, that's part of the payoff. That's part of the reward that's that's part of the reason to do it if you can be enjoying hunting in you know six months before the season starts that's a great thing that's not a bad thing in fact we should cultivate that we should try to take all the all the all the joy we can from it you know i was just in the woods literally you know i'm recording this show long before it airs right i'm i was not out in December. Uh, I was recording this show long before it airs, but me and my son, he's four years old. We're just tromping through the woods at a local park. You can't hunt there. It's, it's It's a public park, but they don't want people hunting there. But there's like 40 acres of woods and we're just tramping through the woods looking for deer. He just wants to go out and look for deer. So we're out there looking around, just having a great time. I'm just... Studying, how do they live? How do they work? Where do they go, and what kind of cover are they living in? Because we stirred a bunch up, and you know, I'm not hunting deer, but I'm enjoying being out and just in the woods because I hunt deer. I'm enjoying it more. I'm enjoying that time with my son more. It's more than just me chasing him around through the woods. I'm enjoying the time even more and spending it with him and showing him stuff and showing him tracks and pointing things out to him. And that just becomes a richer experience because, yeah, I'm spending time with my son, but I'm also studying. I'm also learning. I'm also being mindful of, of things and, and you know, what's going on and things that I can apply to hunting. And at the same time, now I have this entire other set of knowledge of things that I can be pointing out to him and passing on to him, and it's more than just us walking through the woods and going, "Yep, that's a tree, that's dirt, that's a deer," and uh, okay, you're ready to go home. Now I can I can make it a richer experience for him because it's a richer experience for me, and you know, just little things like that throughout the year that we can be enjoying. So I want to encourage you guys: cultivate the joy of the year-round hunt. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. You don't have to put plant acres and acres of food plots. But you can cultivate the joy of the year-round hunt. Doesn't matter what you hunt. Maybe you don't hunt deer. You probably hadn't made it this far in this episode if you don't hunt deer. But maybe you're a pheasant hunter. And all you hunt is pheasant. Everything I've just said applies to you. You know, Maybe you're just a waterfowl hunter. That's all you hunt. Everything I've just said applies to you. You know, I, I've just past year, I've started to get into to duck hunting and and I cannot drive past water and not look for ducks. I cannot see ducks and not pay attention to what they're doing, where they're coming from, how are they landing, you know, what's going on. Just everything about my perception and what I'm looking for and what I'm mindful of and aware of has completely changed. And I enjoy driving down the street more. And I'm like, oh, there's a stream. Are there any ducks here today? You know, am I going to see any wood ducks? Am I going to see any mallards? Am I going to see something else I don't even know what it is? Because those are the only two I can identify because the only ones I've ever seen in real life where I live. But, you know, it's just, it's a richer experience when I take a walk on my lunch break on the, on the trail through the woods. It's just richer as I, I'm more mindful of things. So why don't you head to the website newhuntersguide.com check out the show notes for this episode more info, lots of other episodes, and please leave me some feedback. I'd love to hear from you. You know, if this show is, if this, you know, if the new Hunter's Guide show has been, has helped you in some way or encouraged you or been informative, you know, shoot me an email, hit up the contact form on the website or send me a message on Facebook and I would really appreciate it anything you guys could do to leave me some feedback on itunes leave a review that really helps the show get out to more people Um, you know it's it's just one of the ways itunes prioritizes what it shows to people and where you come up and all those different sorts of things so uh, appreciate you guys god bless you and until next time go get them in the woods